0: Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: The Square Ball Podcast. Welcome to the show as we journey back to September 2017 today on our guide. It's Dan here with Michael and Rob. Show is brought to you with? Levi Solicitors. You're getting good. Getting so professional, Mike. Probably
2: has been since 2017. Yeah. And I'm, I'm getting the hang of it, <laughs> just
1: about. Yep. You can get a 10% discount on your legal fees, levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Just off the top of your head, list some services that they do, because they do so many for, do you and, the, for you
2: and your business. They do World's Probate Conveyance in their personal legal services. Yeah. And then there's some business ones too. Yeah. Such as? Dispute Resolution. Mm-hmm. Commercial property, property things, things, yeah. Commercial law. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. It's all right.
1: Leave list at UK forward slash the square ball to avail yourself of that 10% discount. Yeah. So, um, 2017, the start of that season, the 2017 2018
2: season, and we thought we were going back to the Premier League, weren't we? Felt inevitable after this game because, wow. I think Gary Monk had been there the year before, and he started something. It felt like we'd got a little, a little whiff of the Premier League when that failed. F- Phil Hay cursed it, didn't he? Essentially, the year before, he, yeah. he cursed the the playoff run. But we knew we knew we were on our way back at that point. And then all it needed was a charismatic Thomas Christensen to come in, in his own way,
0: I guess. Well, 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 he was a gentle soul, wasn't he? Was Christensen? I thought, I thought it was great at this point, though. I was going to say it's funny how like. Certainly, for kind of my generation of fan like kind of post champions league post relegation, I still look back at this as like a golden period of Thomas Christians, and I still think so fondly of him and it was kind of basically this game and this kind of this month I guess
1: mm. first first
0: green shoots of of something new
1: something maybe a brighter future is that what you were sniffing?
0: Yeah, just that feeling of God we good this might actually happen, <laughs> yeah. and then you're it's typical league united way you think. Probably shouldn't think that in September.
2: It was the first year rid of Chelino as well. And I know Radrazani a sort of disputed figure at the moment as where he sits in it all. But to have gone from Bates, Gfh, Chelino, Radrazani at the time felt like a completely sane and progressive type of owner and chairman. Well, I think so relative it, to Chelino, he absolutely was. Yeah, so he'd been there alongside Chelino for a bit, but this was kind of his. It was his time. It brought in Victor Orta. Again. Director of football? Again, mm. you, we'll see. We'll see where history places him there. Yeah. Not, not great, I'm willing to say at the moment, unless all of his youth players you know, do turn out to be brilliant. But this, So this was the first summer of, of alter. And when you look at the list of incoming players, he really altered it. This is very, yeah, there's some names in here. Should we go from, should, let's do them in chronological order. There were six, uh, five on the 1st of July. As a kickoff, I mean Pontus was he was coming in having been on loan, wasn't he? So that was made permanent. But then Magic Gomez, Mateus Click. Um, before I, you get around to Click, Magic
1: Gomez, I remember he would
2: played for Liverpool's first team, so I thought he was going to be good. Signing a hot young prospect from Liverpool, it's going to be great. Yeah, and so, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jansen, Click Sacco, good promising winger. I heard he's got a twenty billion pound buyout clause or something at Sporting Lisbon, and we're getting him for for not much money so interesting to see
1: spending money though it's like the transfers that went through at that early stage Biedwald as well half a million I think
2: I think, we had to buy Sacco at this point didn't we because we'd had him on loan the previous year as well and then he'd not been great and but, we were but like, still okay, I mean, like
1: in one week to spend it was like 3-6 on mm. Pontus one and a half on Mateus Click, good value similar sort of fee so Sacco another half a million on Biedwald I know Orta's record has been shall we say a little bit tarnished in the intervening time um, between then and now but still to see us going into the market and spending like 3 million pounds on a footballer after the madness of the Chileno era the frugality that went before it just the well the catastrophic finances from about 2007 onwards uh, it was pretty exciting wasn't it because then you got me a few days later Vernon Anita comes in from Newcastle somebody with a bit of pedigree you thought mm. and a strange run strange chest yeah ban comes in mid-July Samu Saeed another 3 million quid young fella by the name of Alioski, another three million quid mid-July. So stuff was definitely happening there. I mean, there's the best part of, you know, 10, 12 million pounds has been committed in transfer fees there, but we had sold Chris Wood.
2: And we got that same on a free. Let's
0: not mm. I forget. I, ex- I expect big things from him. <laughs> you come from Juventus, it must be good. Yeah. I mean, there are some players on this list that don't have their own Wikipedia pages and I've never <laughs> heard of, which feels very Victor Otto.
2: Adrian Balboa and... Uh... Obviously, that's Rocky's um, hybrid child. Yes. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of players. I don't remember Osama Siddiqui at all. I do remember the other names. No, but... I, I, when I saw this list, I had a similar sort of reaction. And I went, oh,
1: Oriol Ray. Yeah, that's a name that rings a bell, roughly, from Barcelona, but never heard or seen again, I don't think.
2: Mm. But yeah, a lot of this was, I guess, to be paid for by Chris Wood, who was, uh, who was on his way out to Burnley. So he'd started the season with us. Then he'd used the Notes app on his phone. To tell us he didn't want to play for us anymore, he was off to Burnley. Yeah, it wasn't a great use of notes, was it? it didn't even just, I
1: like, didn't crop out the time or the battery level, or and got a very that. poor signal. Yeah, three G Vodafone makes you wonder whereabouts in the country. Probably Burnley, to be fair. I was going to say actually, the uh, the signal just trying to reach over the foothills there, <laughs> where uh, when they're up in the mountains. Yeah, I want to thank all the fans, players, coaches, and management of Capital Leeds, but no Capital United Leeds United FC as well. FC, it's-
2: give me the full title. I don't really think no one ever calls us Leeds United FC. No, unless it's the song in this it? Leeds United AFC.
1: This is a great club, and I am very grateful for the opportunity I was given here. The club wanted me to stay, and we're discussing a new deal. But when the opportunity came to go to the Premier League, I wanted to take this chance with Burnley. I wish Leeds all the best for the season, and I can't wait to start my new adventure with Burnley. Well, that's nice for him, isn't it?
2: I suppose it went all right for him, didn't it? Fine, whatever. <laughs> we'll pass him on the way up. Um. Yeah. Well, I feel we did pass him for a bit I feel like we did outgrow him for like a season Hey man, Charlie Taylor yeah mm. little rat bastard we'll have Taylor back though in January <laughs> yeah. well um,
1: it left us short of a of a man up front didn't it really which resulted in the signing of uh, Pierre-Michel Lasaga.
2: Saga mm. I was thinking is he I know the, you could look at the list and there are other there are other slightly broken toys on there but I feel like he's really the first he's almost the archetype of, of Victor Alter's signings he's like he'd been good Scored goals for Hertha Berlin when he was younger in the Bundesliga. We'd got a, a big move. He'd been called up to the Germany squad and not been able to play. He'd had a season of not doing anything and barely scoring, but, oh, if we can only get him firing again.
1: Yeah, I'd taken some sexy photos with his own mum.
2: Yeah, I mean, as we, haven't we all? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Discovered her on Instagram earlier. I was, <laughs> um, I was looking her up because she's, she's also his agent and his mum. Yeah. But why that required him to strip to the waist and get oiled up while his mum touched him. Look up the pictures, yeah. Pierre Michelle Lasogga mum, if you've not seen them, yeah. She's a sort of Bridget Nielsen looking mm-hmm. spiky haired woman, isn't she? Yeah, um, but she's on Instagram too. She only made three
0: posts, So
1: Right, you regular interact with her? Follow her mm, mens- message? Well, her there's
0: just not the content there. No. I mean, that is another Leeds United guide for you, isn't it? Because you're quite <laughs> fond of Joffy's mum as well, aren't you? <laughs> <That's laughs> Leeds United mums. I did. I did find um, who else's mum was
2: it? it was Lewis Bates' mum. I found on there as well once because <laughs> it was just someone liking everything about Lewis Bates. Then it was like it's obviously a. But anyway,
1: Lasaga's mum. A little glimpse into Michael, at the time that Michael spends at home late at night. Don't judge at, me. Looking at footballers' mums. <laughs> anyway, would have, yes. it would
2: have been the would have been the girlfriends at one point. But every, I'm a man of a certain <laughs> age. Anna. Yeah. Well, it, it is worth saying that
1: we could probably do a Lasoga multiple Lasoga guides mm. as standalone episodes because there's quite a lot to get into. So let's not concentrate too much on him, but on on this time. His so debut. Yeah, so we'd, we'd started the season pretty well under Christensen, haven't we? We'd gone to Bolton and won 3-2, which was the first game I ever took my lad to before he became the little Spurs bastard. And But now we've cured him and his full-blown leads. Well done. Which is good. Um, then we drew at home to Preston, drew at home to Fulham, a couple of nil-nils. You go, hmm, okay. But then, one at Sunderland, good result. One at Nottingham
2: Forest, good result. And and then, also, I remember, because I, I went to that Sunderland game and I remember thinking, oh, they're, they're going to have... Be right up there this year. They're just coming down from the Premier League. It's a really good result. Obviously, by the end of the season, they're like bottom of the league. And
0: was that um, Simon Grayson? It was. in they're having the documentary made about them just being an absolute shambles. Yeah, that seemed like a good result at the time. I went in at Forest. That's always good. I was going to say I went to the Forest game, and that was another like golden day where I think Alioski scored a belter, and it was like sun was shining. We played them off the park, and you think, oh, here we go. <laughs> I remember that was kind of felt like the day when the um, Leeds are falling apart, champ. We kind of reclaimed it because obviously mm. we'd heard it all at the end of the previous season. And then we were singing it. I remember being kind of stuck in the forest away and while all the home fans left and there were just some tourists above us just looking at the leads and like, what is that? What are they singing? What is going on? It's brilliant. <laughs> animals, animals. Look at um, the stage of them. <laughs>
1: yeah, so for, yeah, that's for anybody who's a member. You discovered a clip, didn't you? A very posh Chelsea. A very posh. And look at the stage of them. Uh, anyway, headed into the international break then. Three wins from five, looking pretty good. Um, and then we come back off the break and we get this debut by the Saga. So what happened in the break?
2: England. England played some games. Gareth Southgate was kind of in his early days. England were uh, colourless, joyless, and largely mediocre, is the way it's described. Um, we're going to do nothing in the World Cup, Right. was the gist of it. Oh. So, uh, I mean, England... It's a, shame. it's a shame, isn't it? Jordan Henderson was in the midfield yep. in those games. Can anyone tell me the former Leeds Loney e who played for England? He just shows the... the given, Andros Townsend. Ross giving... Ross Barkley. Both were worse than both of them.
0: Ooh.
2: Just given the strength England are now having midfield, I just looked at it and went, Jesus, he, he's not getting near the squad anymore. Mm. He was still I'm about say Fab
0: delf, but no.
2: Jake Livermore, right? Wow. played, played for England in the, at that time. Dark times, dark times. But yeah, we, we typically didn't do well after international breaks, but we came back to play Burton. Shiny new Lasaga, literally shiny, covered in grease from his
1: yeah, his mother his had been ironing from his
2: mother's hands. Yeah, and we just destroyed him. And it was a glorious day.
1: Yeah. He looked, he looked a little bit rotund, didn't he, at times. But you thought, oh, when he gets his
0: fitness back. Yeah, he never he never did get it back, did he? Maybe it was burger grief yeah. not, not entirely. That was always the argument under Bielsa when we were struggling to score goals in the championship. It was like, oh, get Lasaga back. He can finish. <laughs> his lungs would explode if he had to play under Bielsa.
1: <laughs> we didn't really have any history with, with Burton, as you might expect, given that we, we've always had uh, designs on the top division and Burton came from, well, nowhere, really, didn't they? They were very...
2: Very low leagues. Nigel Clough brought him up, didn't he? He was their yeah. manager for, for a very long time. So there's that as a bit of rivalry. Warnock had managed them as well in his prior to Scarborough. So like very early Warnock career. And they had, well, it was us destroying our playoff hopes the year before, wasn't it really? But we went there. Totally leads it to in. Needing to win in April and then lost, even though they were like down the bottom of the league. And it, it felt like our last chance probably to, to get in the playoffs. And then we didn't win the last two anyway. So... <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they they did have a couple of Lukes. They had Luke Murphy, who was on loan for the season because having spent as you just saying about the transfer fees, Luke Murphy was impossibly expensive when we signed him a couple of years before. But
1: do you remember? Do you remember the fanfare around that? A million pounds on a football. <laughs> but by
2: this point, he's he's shit and been sent off on loan. They've got Luke Varney, who's only on the bench, and Stephen Warnock as well, who's at a, he's, we sold him at Derby, then he went to Wigan, but he's ended up at um, he's ended up at at Burton by this point. And uh did it go to Bradford? Yeah, I just I was checking his career and I noticed um he, he did end his career at Bradford. I just it's a very short entry but I think Bradford basically finished him off because he was uh, on 26th of January he won't join Bradford City on loan for the rest of the season and basically by April he's saying he's enough? retired. I'm sure he's like <laughs> done here. Fuck, fuck this I'm not playing at this level. <laughs> no Yeah, no, <not> <laughs> I've got too much money in the bank to be farting around here.
0: Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.
1: The teams, then, there's some familiar names in this. This is the, the sort of, I guess, the, uh, the, almost the genesis of the side that Bielsa took over, wasn't it? There's Biedwald in Goal. Then you got Ailing, Jansen Cooper, and Anita with your back four. O'Kane and Phillips, young lad called Calvin Phillips there in the midfield. Um, Kimar Roof, Samu Saez, and Pablo Hernandez in behind Pierre, Michel Lasaga. Yeah.
0: I like some of that. Bielsa Also would have probably quite liked Fiedveld. Kind of. Plays with his feet, doesn't really save anything. Wouldn't have been any difference what we had for the next two years, <laughs> would it? Yeah, I mean, we
2: came into this game and we we'd had a good defensive record. But Vidvald had basically not had much to do, had he, in these games? Like, because we, we dominated them for the most part.
0: We didn't know how terrible he was. Mm. And we would learn soon it, enough. Even then, though, he, he had had shaky moments we think, oh, what's he doing there? I think the plan was if we just protect him and never concede a shot, we might be all right. We'll, we'll get through this season. Mm. But to mean to con- contrast
2: to more recently, United, where we've not kept a clean sheet in like years and years with, with Melier, you know, we've done four in a row. And it was like, this is this is this is easy. Maybe he's orchestrating it. Can you and do a, that? And he's actually good. Can you do that? Turned out it wasn't good. Four clean sheets in a row—is that allowed? Uh, well, it seems so. Right. I've not seen it recently, so maybe it's, maybe they brought a rule in so you're not allowed to do it anymore. This was this was pure domination from
1: us, wasn't it? I mean, like one stat that stands out here is that they didn't even have a shot until the 75th minute, which is is fantastic. And and the stats at the end: Leeds had 30 shots, ten of which on target. Burton had one shot, and it wasn't on target.
2: Yeah, it was like a, a speculative twenty-five yarder. Yeah, I think went over the bar. So, yeah, it was it was domination from the start and dream debut from Lasogga as well. It's it's funny watching the goal of this. You can, if you just Google Leeds Five Burton, 0, you will find the, them all on on YouTube. But the opening goal, you know, occasionally for propaganda or for watching clips of football, I'll change the speed on YouTube. And I actually thought I maybe had it on a lower than full speed towards Janssen, bringing it out the back. Because he's strolling up the pitch for this opening goal at such a leisurely pace, he enjoyed doing that, did Pontus, didn't he? I think, I think, because there's no one press. They've obviously decided they're not going to press and sit deep to try and, you know, try and contain us. But he just walks up the pitch with the ball, and it seems it's almost confusing to watch us playing at <laughs> such a slow speed. But then, yeah, he just he just kind of walks the full length of the pitch, passes to Lasaga, who knocks it to uh, back to
0: O'Kane, who by the way looks great. I was going to say it maybe says a lot about the quality of Burton that. You know, O'Kane looks like this creative force in our midfield throughout this game.
1: I carried a lot of hope for O'Kane. I always thought he was going to be all right. And he just kind of, he started brightly, but then just sort of disappeared, didn't he? And obviously injuries didn't help him.
0: Yeah, I liked him for a bit. And then it was quite sad when we finally loaned him out and then didn't he like have a horrific leg break and someone mm. had to tell Bielsen. And he was like, oh, I did not even know about that. I feel quite bad now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, in the highlights, it doesn't lend in a goal.
2: There's a bit where O'Kane looked... It looks amazing in midfield. He does a little turn to get away from someone. He plays a through ball, and you're like, if you if this is all you'd seen, if you didn't know Kane, you'd be like, oh, he was a he was a really good midfielder, but no, and uh, typically so- not.
1: Yeah, Lasaga's goal. He kind of lets the ball just go across his body and then puts it back across goal. It's um, a lovely finish with his left foot into the corner, and it's in front of the cop, and everyone got excited, and it felt good.
2: I mean, a, a debut a debut goal in front of the cop after twenty minutes. It's pretty much perfect isn't it it's, yeah. what, it's what you want from a new striker that you can just be like right he can deal with it here because I know a lot of strikers have turned up and looked like they've, it, they've never they've never seen a ball before once it's put in
0: Ellen Road it's a bit like what we had with Pirro recently mm. where we lost a striker and you're worrying about where the goals are going to come from and we sign this guy and then he just turns up and scores and <laughs> it's a great finish and Lasaga could always finish but also in this game I just remember like all these little neat touches that he had mm. just one touches just bouncing it back off into the midfield and it was like everything's clicked we're going to do this. Everything's going to work. It's going to be brilliant. And we lost Chris Wood, and then everyone was like, this, "But this guy's better than him." Yeah, this guy. I mean, is... he's a bit
2: round, but let's not worry about that right now. His fitness will come. He's weird, isn't he? I mean, they're very tight shirts. I will say that we're wearing at this time, so he's not. They're not very forgiving. And he, you wouldn't say he's fat, would you? <laughs> no, he's just
1: he's just rotund. He's round. He's a, he's got a round barrel-shaped body.
2: But he's he's a big lad. Yeah, I think in the eighties, you wouldn't have looked at him and said he was fat at all. No, because teams had players of this shape. <laughs> He's quite muscly looking too in his defence but yeah he's, um, he's he's not particularly mobile but he didn't need to be in this but he could finish.
1: But there's always a hint of like a second chin just just under the old uh, yeah under yeah. the old gizzard there. Yeah possibly so.
2: 2-0 um, anyway 35 minutes. And you, we
1: look at the spread of goals as well and we'll, we'll do the times as we go but the first one 20 minutes 1-0 15 minutes later it's 2-0 it's all just, just nicely ticking over a nice routine victory isn't it? 35 minutes 2-0 O'Kane involved again.
2: Yeah Pablo with a cross that's kind of Come comes to roof and then it's blocked a bit and ends up um, okay and lays it square to Calvin who's kind of almost running back out from the box I think, it was, I think he's retired now Phillips but it's a shame he was, was quite a good player for yeah he was for a period. hot prospect for a while yeah wasn't it? for a while but goal scoring midfielder as well in this one clearly mm-hmm. but yeah he, um, he just kind of takes it on the turn on his left foot sweeps it into the far corner it's a great goal fantastic
1: and then not long before um, we're 3-0 up just before half time 44 minutes in talked to me about um Pablo Hernandez.
2: Well, it's it's kind of a goal from a corner. It's it's very <laughs> unleads actually. It's it's a corner that leads to something and a penalty that's converted. Right. Which again, I think are two things that we've. That, I
1: think they we've stopped, changed, they've stopped stopped changed. They the rules out, yeah. now.
2: Yeah, we don't do this anymore.
1: So yeah, corner, northeast, um, northeast corner of the ground. Pablo
2: takes it. There's a, sh- it's a shirt pull. Scandalous. Yeah, I'm not sure from the highlights
0: if it's Lasogga or Ailings who's had his shirt pulled. Ailings definitely calling for it. He he goes right up to the referee and he's showing him shirt pull, shirt pull. Is it, yeah. Is he saying for him off for the I think I it's know. on the saga, right? So it's an assist as well for the saga. Counting that as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Is that is that does that count? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So he's got first half one goal, one assist. Pablo on penalty duties
1: sticks it to the keeper's left. Bish bash bosh three 0 at half time. You're in at half time. You think well, this is this game's effectively over. They're terrible. They've had nothing. We're three 0 up. It's, we're cruising. Life's
2: good. It was great, and I suppose a little bit like we'd have. A year later with the Stoke game, a half time where everyone goes, but yeah, like this is good, isn't it? This is this is actual like good football and we're really dominating a game. Because under Monk, we didn't tend to actually dominate games, did we? We'd we'd had a decent season the year before, but it was
0: it tended to be quite a lot of defensive effort and then Chris Wood had score. Mean, I was gonna say the song of that season was for the back four, wasn't mm. it? Which kind of spoke volumes about that team. But yeah, it was a half time where you're having a pint and thinking can we go off for the second half? Whereas for years around that time it was like, let's just stay in here, forget the second half. A bit warmer under here. Watch it? it on the telly. Yeah. Um, if so, you were too long, you
2: might have missed the fourth as well. Cause fifty-four minutes, we, yeah. We go four uh, nil. again, so yeah, you, you kind of
1: feel after half time you're just picking up that sense of momentum that you because th- it can happen in these games where you go 3 0 up in the first half, you think the game's won, and you just kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit, second half, but we didn't. We just uh, we emphatically rammed this one home, didn't we? Fifty four minutes, four nil, and it starts with Wiedwald.
2: Although I think Roof eventually scores this because he's bored. He, just, he ends with the uh, with the ball with Roof over on the left wing. And he's just he just sort of runs with the ball and people back off him that much that he goes, Let's just put it in the corner. I mean, I'm like, I mean in shooting. I suppose I now, suppose yeah. given no one's trying to tackle me, I'll just bang it into the corner, shall I? Yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a nice finish, twenty five yards ish, but
1: Yeah, so yeah, the, the, the setup is Vedbaul to Dallas who's over on the left, who passes it to Sae's little round the corner pass to Roof. And uh, yeah. No one tackles him, so he just puts it in. <laughs> the, well. the
2: The five nil is a little bit similar as well. It's again, it's it's um, Saez passing to Roof again down that left hand side. They've done a terrible offside trap on it, and um, Roof again is just in loads and loads of space. Just waits with the ball till he can see the massive figure of Lasaga emerging in the box,
0: and he just chips it into him, and it's a header into the top corner. It's a great pass from Saez into Roof, just on the outside of his foot. You forget just how like fun he was then Mm -hmm. he he rocked up and it was like it was part of that whole vibe of Christensen where it was like how have we got this guy like he surely he just immediately looked too good for us and he was almost like it's mad to think now but he overtook Pablo everyone was like Pablo you just go play on the wing we've Mm -hmm. got this amazing footballer as a number 10
2: he was probably the most talented player we'd had for a long time by that point because we'd not seen the best of Pablo actually had we? no I think everyone liked Pablo at this point but he was not first name on the team sheet it, that was to kind of to come at a later point because the first name on the team sheet was Saga. Yeah, three <laughs> names. Because here he is, yeah, with the debut son. brace.
1: Uh, I Tom... mean,
2: Saez has got a hat trick on his debut. In fairness, has not he? Mm. Against, but that was that was a cup game.
1: And you just left thinking, w- where's the catch? What's wrong with these players? You <laughs> find out see. eventually. We you find out <laughs> out. Well, anyway, Thomas Christensen was pleased um, in the post-match. We're
2: we not going to we're not going to cover the scandalous 30 minutes in which no more goals were scored couldn't be asked by them that
1: was the foot off the gas but they, they weren't even bothered like I said they didn't even try until the 75th minute so a but yeah possession 69% to 31 and we did like twice as many passes as them more than so yeah it was safe to say a very um, one-sided affair 10 cons to their one you know but yeah Thomas Christensen happy
2: well he's a very good striker and he proved that to uh, his first appearance there's a little hint of Daniel Farker just coming through there yeah <laughs> Yeah, Danish true. Spanish rather than uh, Yeah, he, got, he had a strange accent yeah. big Christensen didn't he I think he had a struggle to actually place it other than the yeah
1: uh, he scored do you want to do the, the voice or shall I just read it out just read it out yeah he scored two nice goals but he also combined well and held the ball up well which is very important uh, he started the game after only a few days with his team and his performance and two goals will help him a lot to get that confidence he's suggesting that the fitness is going to come
2: mm, it, might. <laughs> it might he was also um, expecting a baby at this point as well
1: of course yeah now you say that that actually rings a bell yeah mm. I have to have a direct line with his wife to tell her not to have the baby until Tuesday night. Seems fair enough. You can do, you just do that, don't you? Just put a request in. Um, put a chit in. Nigel Clough, did he go... Something like that. Something like that,
2: yeah. So you've got to hold your hands up sometimes and say the opposition were excellent. Leaders' movement and the quality of their finishing was top class. If they play like that, caveat there, they're genuine promotion contenders. And we were at that point. And he, he, Mrs. LaSoga did hold on. Few days later,
0: beat Birmingham two nil. Brilliant. We were we top of the league after that. Yeah, like the first time in years, wasn't it? I remember. I think it was these two games where there was like this deal on tickets where you could get them both together and it was slightly cheaper. And again, that just had that feel good vibe to it all. It was like it's going to be our
1: year. Stop the count, Rob. Yeah, Stop exactly. the count. I mean, two Stop goals
0: that. a game. I missed a few,
2: but Lasaga was probably in for eighty goals. Yeah, you'd say. You'd <laughs> have to say, which seems reasonable. Do you know the other striker? I look back. Mm. The other time a striker's got two on the on the debut league debut, Rob Pulse. It's Rob Pulse.
0: Fantastic knowledge. Was, knowledge. I was
2: going to say Carl Shutt. That was my first. Yes, Carl Shutt did it as well.
0: Season going to Leeds and because it was like plays like Michael Ricketts and stuff. We've already <laughs> done a guide on. It, it wasn't that fun. And then Rob Hulse turned up and it was genuinely mind blowing. It's what and, I imagine like seeing Tony Yeboa for the first time was like. Yeah. And having seen Ricketts, Rob Hulse got his shirt off, didn't he? I think after scoring one of them. He did,
2: yeah. And you could see he was he was all had all muscles and that under there. A little bit like the saga. Whereas Ricketts very much a um <laughs> Rick, very much a man to keep his shirt on. So we beat Birmingham
1: 2-0 a few days later. That was lovely, wasn't
2: it? HMS Pistol League.
1: HMS Pistol League <laughs> indeed. And then we went to Millwall with our customary game in September. That we lose. Hmm. And you know, at the time of recording, we're a few days out from playing Millwall again. And we lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight out of the next eleven. Why did it why?
2: I think it's because those players weren't actually that good. <laughs> was a big thing. And, and by the end of this spell, well, as song as injured, and through the losing streak, there's talk about well, is he he's not really giving us enough movement up front, he's not doing any pressing. He can finish, but we'll be actually better in the early part of the season when we had Roof and Saez kind of playing as interchanging attackers. Losaga does have a bit of a, um, he does have a bit of a, a comeback in the January, but yeah, by that point, promotion's off.
1: And as we know, Christensen did not last the season, did he? No,
2: no. His final win was actually against Burton in the away the away game, but yeah, a four-one defeat to Warnock's Cardiff in uh, start of February ushered in the the hecking bottom era. Yeah. I wonder how he got on. Mm, did alright in the end, not for us. I mean, Lord only knows what would happen after that, but that's maybe a story for another day. Maybe so. But yeah, the um, it's, this is the season where Wolves won the league by miles. Radrizani moaned about it. Uh, Warnock went up in second place to Fulham via the playoffs and then Burton relegated.
1: Is that when uh, dis- uh discussed doing the Wolves model the season after? Is that one of the models that we adopted?
2: Yeah, I think I think so, yeah. But yeah. we didn't do that. Didn't do the Wolves model. Just got a good manager yeah. instead. Did
1: the Bielsa model, didn't we? We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast.
0: Botox Cosmetic. Out of Botulinum Toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.